0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of From Boston to Bama. I'm your host, Lexis Waterworth, and today we're going to be doing a little Q&A podcast. Um, so obviously my account has been a little deep, dark, depressing, um, so I wanted to kind of change up the vibe. I want to kind of interact with you guys a little bit more, because um, I am interested in what you guys want to know, um, so that's why I'm doing this Q&A. Um, I'm also going to be posting on my Instagram, which is at BOS2Bama, so make sure you follow that, Um, what you guys, like, kind of want to see, some ideas. Um, I have a few ideas, but I also want to create content that you guys, like, actually want to listen to, Um, so if you guys can tell me some things that you want to hear, some things you want me to talk about, um, any guests that you want me to bring on, whether that's you or someone else that you know that I'm friends with or whatever, I would definitely appreciate that. Um, So we're going to go through these questions. Um, I got a few duplicates, so I'm going to obviously only answer it once um, because that would be pointless. Um, Some of these are really funny. Some of these are deeper. So we got a we got a good mix. So I appreciate you if you asked a question. Um, So first off, if you could only watch one movie for the rest of your life, what would it be? And that would be Someone Great. It's on Netflix. I talked about it all it's, I talk about it all the time, but I've talked about it in my past podcast. I've watched it when I was single, I watched it when I was in a relationship, and I've watched it when I was no longer in a relationship, and every single time I've taken something away from it, I love the cast, I love the soundtrack, it pisses me off that they don't have an actual, like, soundtrack for the movie, because a lot of times, like, you can just look up, like, like, something, like, so-and-so soundtrack, right, and it's all the songs. So people have made, like, makeshift playlists, but... Um, it's just... It's not the same. And that movie, it does. It deserves its own soundtrack. It deserves an official one. It doesn't have one. Um, this movie will make you cry. It made me and Tess cry the other day when we watched it. Um, it's just... It's so relatable, it's so easy to follow, and I've seen it multiple times, and honestly, like, I hate movies, I'm not a movie watcher, so the fact that I've watched this movie countless times really, really puts it at the top of my list, and probably means it's actually a really good recommendation, because I would never steer you in the wrong direction. Um, so if you guys are looking for a new movie to watch it's on Netflix, please, oh my god, just please watch it. And invite me over to watch it with you, actually, because I love it and I'd watch it again. Maybe I'll watch it after this. Who even knows? Okay. My go-to pregame song. Okay, so I have two right now. I have Dog by Tyler the Crater. However, I do think I've overplayed this song a tad bit. And by a tad bit, I made Elise play it the entire drive when we drove the other night and we were in the car for, like, probably 20, 25 minutes. So just listening to Dog Tooth on repeat kind of killed it. Um, but it is such a good hype song, and, like, it's so funny. I don't know how Tyler thought of that. He's just a creator. (laughs) See what I did there? Um, that was so lame. I'm so sorry. Um, but, yeah. And then Leave the Club by Don Toliver. I love Don Toliver. I would see Don Toliver. I'd kiss Don Toliver actually I have no idea what Don Rune looks like but um I love him and I love his music and his newest album is just such a good vibe love sickness is really good on there um honestly a lot of them are really good so leave the club though is definitely getting me hyped getting me ready to leave for the club um I don't go to clubs so anyways my funniest memory at Bama okay Bama has been a hoot and a half oh my god <laughs> sorry I've just been waiting to use that like phrase um because I think it's so stupid but so that I had to use it there we go um so my I've had so many funny memories honestly personally like you just saw I cracked myself up so like every day is funny for me um but the my most recent funny memory has to do with Abby Lutz this girl kills me there are some moments I'm in public with her and I'm just like this can't be real life like this actually physically cannot be happening so lately i've been taking tiktok a tad bit more seriously not really um and i've been doing some ugc like content creation whatever getting some things from brands working with brands whatever it's been it's been a great time like i i love it i know that you know some people probably see it and they're like what the hell is this girl doing like why is she filming an unboxing video right now I'm just getting free products, making relationships with brands, loving life. So I love it. But so all of my friends are like, oh, my God, like, you know, you're actually like, you're an influencer, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not an influencer, like, whatever. And they're like, no, you are. And so when we were all hanging out the other night before we went out – They were like, oh, my God, it's Lexi Waterworth from TikTok. It's Lexi Waterworth from TikTok. Like, had their flashlights on, like, pretending to be paparazzi. Like, Abby posted on her story, like, guys, oh, my God, it's Lexi Waterworth from TikTok. Tessa's asked me to autograph her forehead. Like, and, like, I was just dying. And I was like, guys, like, I swear to God, if we ever went out in public and you did this to me, like, I'd die of embarrassment. Like, I'm a very confident person. I'm very outgoing. But, like, sometimes the attention, believe it or not, is too much sometimes I just don't want all eyes on me which like I know is really shocking if you know me personally but like trust me there are moments where I'm like whoa 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 no 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 no, back it up so I was like guys like never do that and they're like oh my god no like one night when we go out like we're gonna make this big scene when you walk through the door and I was like no like I'll stop going out with you guys like I'll just drop you all as friends so we get in our uber and it's this nice old man not old but older man he has his headphones in you can tell he's just like doing this to make a little cash he's not like he's not caring about who we are what we are where we're going anything he just wants us to tip him well and get out of his minivan and so we're me Abby and Elise are all squished in the very back seat and she yells up to him and his first name was Dwight and she goes Mr. Dwight do you know that you have Lexi Waterworth in your back seat and she's TikTok famous I immediately, face goes bright red. Elise starts dying laughing. Abby and Zoe start laughing. Everyone's just like, what the heck? And I'm like, Abby, why would you do that? It was so embarrassing he didn't even respond to her because he probably was like I literally don't know who that is like because I'm not famous in any means and Abby's over here making it seem like Demi Lovato sitting in the back seat so that was so embarrassing but it's so funny my stomach hurt so much from laughing and I was like never again never ever ever do anything like that to me again because I literally wanted to hop out of the minivan um okay where do you see yourself in 10 years um, so in 10 years, I see myself graduating with honors um, from the University of Alabama, um, probably at BU or also graduate from BU, depending on if I go right to grad school. Once I graduate from here, if I take a little break and then go, um, I'm hopefully going to be living in Boston and I'd love to work for a fashion company or like a social media company um, and be in their digital and social media marketing. Um, maybe, maybe married. I'd love, I mean... If my my plan for life is to be married by twenty four, um, do I think that that'll work out? I have absolutely no idea. Um, but yeah, that in ten years, then yeah, be married. Um, and definitely have seen some new countries, seen some new places, and probably no kids. Um, <laughs> okay, describe your dream life. So if I could just do whatever the hell I wanted and. You know, perfect life. Uh, I'd live in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, I'd have like a steady job, but you know, lots of work from home action, lots of days on the beach, waking up every morning, going to spin, going to yoga, going to Pilates, um, definitely freelancing on the side, whether that's freelancing for a blog um, or doing like UGC content creation. Obviously, I have no idea. Um, if that'll even still be a thing, um, in a couple of years, I don't really know how the world's going to take off. You know, TikTok could be banned, um, and that's my main platform. Um, I would love to start like a sort of blog that would kind of be either a fashion or a food blog, um. Or a restaurant, like, trying new restaurants. Because I do thoroughly enjoy trying new restaurants. Um, That's my goal this summer is to try some new places Um, in Boston. Just because I feel like there are so many places that I've never gone. And I oftentimes just go back to the same place. Like, bar taco. Chef's kiss. I'd eat there every day of the week if I could. Um, You know, also, like, maybe kids. Obviously married. Maybe a dog or two. And then, you know, constantly seeing my friends and family, traveling the world, um, just being like a very social person and being very involved in my life, in my husband's lives, if I have kids in my kids' lives, in my family's lives, in my friends' lives, you know, just being there, being active, being supportive. That's kind of, it's kind of my vibe. Um, worst and best thing about Bama? Um, so there's a few worst things, um, but I basically just like got rid of them. <laughs> Like, my rooming situation got rid of it, uh, changed it up, now I'm happy where I am, so that was a bad thing, but now my living situation is great, um, I hate how long it takes me to get home, that I haven't been able to eliminate, there's no way, unless, like, JetBlue or American Airlines wants to put a flight to Birmingham, like, a direct flight, I, I would- I'd kiss the bottom of their feet if they could do that. So I don't have to keep taking this damn shuttle. And it takes me 12 hours to get home from here. Which is why, like, I can't even come visit anyone. Because, like, I just don't have the time to, like, spend a whole day traveling, essentially, back and forth. Um, I hate, like, the stereotype of Alabama. Um, I hate that I'm stereotyped um, at Alabama. So, obviously, I'm blonde. And I'm you know, outgoing or whatever. And so like everyone, first of all, automatically assumes I'm in a sorority, which like, I guess isn't a bad thing, but I'm like, come on guys. Like, and then it's always so funny to see people's faces when I'm like, no. And they're like, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. And then also there is a stereotype that everyone that comes here um, is a hoe. Um, which, like, is not the case at all. I know people in long-distance committed relationships. I was in a long-distance committed relationship. I'm just, like, that's just so not the thing. And, like, I know people that still judged me even if I was in, like, a long-distance relationship and, like, thought, like, oh, well, you know, like, it's Alabama, Alabama. Like, yeah, Roll Tide sports, not Roll Tide hoes. You know what I'm saying? So I hate that. Um, the best thing about Bama, though, um, honestly, the people I've met, there have been so many moments where I'm just like, I like, I need to be here. I need to meet these people. Um, I also love the weather. That's amazing. Um, I've really enjoyed, like, the how involved I have been on campus. Like, I'm in multiple clubs. Um, and I'm really happy with the connections and networks that I've built through that. Um, so I'm really just happy with the experience of like how I've made Bama. Um, I also really enjoy the diversity. Obviously, I grew up in a majority white suburban neighborhood, um, in Boston, Mass, or in Massachusetts. And I, um, did not go to school with as many races or ethnicity, ethnicities, Sorry. Um, and it's been really cool to learn more about culture, learn more about, you know, different races and ethnicities and stuff like that. So it's been really an eye-opening experience and one that I will forever be grateful for. Um, What would you do if you found a dead body? Um, so this one really threw me for a loop. Um, I think at first I'd probably kind of laugh, but like that nervous laughter where you're like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do in this situation? And then I'd call 911 and be like, hey, y'all. Found a dead body. What do you What do you mean do about this? Because I don't want to be found guilty for that. Because I would never do that. Um, Faith party drink. So I never drink alcohol. I've never drank ever in my life. Um, I'm waiting till I'm twenty one. But, hypothetically, if I was to take a sip of a drink and, like, go to a party, I would do a ginger lime poppy because poppy probiotic sodas are my life. I want them to sponsor me. I want to, like, talk to them so incredibly badly. I just want to know them. I want to know the creator. Um, I want her to be my friends. And then, white rum. Preferably Bacardi. But, like I said, this is just something that I feel like would taste good. Um, I have no experience. Um, what's the most important thing you've learned at college? Um that every experience you have is going to shape you into the person that you are and so you have to enjoy the good and the bad experiences the embarrassing moments the small triumphs the challenges the hardships the really happy funny moments and the really sad and depressing moments you have to experience them all you have to take them for all for what they are take them at face value um, and realize that they are shaping you into the person that you are, and that these four years are a time for you to grow, time for you to be the best version of yourself, and then set yourself up for success so that way you can continue to be the best version of yourself. So, yeah. Alrighty, that was kind of deep and fun. Okay, um, what's your biggest fear? Um, one of my biggest fears is like not being a good friend. Um, and thinking, like, I'm doing a really good job at, like, supporting someone, being there for them, caring for them, and, like, them just, like, being, like, what the fuck, like, she doesn't get me, she doesn't understand me, you know, she doesn't give me the support I need. Um, so I always am trying to be there for my friends. It's sometimes hard, obviously, because, like, I have my own stuff going on, and, like, there are things where, like, I'm really busy, or I have things to do, and, like, they need me, and obviously I can't, but, like, I mean, like, consistently, like, I'm, I always get worried about not showing up for my friends, and not being a good friend, and so, obviously, I want people to call me out my BS, like, if you don't think I'm being a good friend, tell me I'm not being a good friend, because I want to fix that for you, I want to fix our relationship, and I don't want you to be someone, friends with someone that you don't think is a good friend, because my friends are amazing, and I always want to give back to them in any way, shape, or form that I can, because I love them, and I think that they're amazing, every single one of them. Um, okay, book recommendations for the summer, yes, oh my god, okay, I have like 50, but first of all, every summer after, I just put Abby on it, literally read it in three days, oh my god, it's so good, if you read The People We Meet On Vacation, which is another, um, book recommendation, but that came out, like, last summer, or two summers ago, so I feel like a lot of people have read that, but, if you haven't, but Emily Henry, I believe, is who wrote, all uh, the people we meet on vacation, she recommends Every Summer After. So she's a good author. So I'm assuming, like, good authors recommend good books. I mean, I read it, and it was amazing. Um, then... um. The Things We Never Got Over by Lucy Score. That's a thick-ass book, but it's so good. Um, she released a sequel called Things We Hide from the Light. I'm currently reading that right now. I'm not that far in. I've been hella busy and distracted and haven't had time to read. But I do plan on reading a little bit of it tonight. Um, so I will say The Things We Never Got Over. The first one, so good. So far, Things We Hide from the Light, mm, definitely not filling feeling. No, definitely not living up to the first one, but I oftentimes don't think the second book ever lives up to the first one. That's just my opinion, but that's how I feel. She also Lucy Score wrote Forever Never. That's a really good book as well. Definitely not as good as again like The Things you Never Got Over. Also, all her books Loki have like the same theme. So, like in a way, I recommend either reading Forever Never or The Things We Never Got Over, because they're, like, low-key one and the same. You'll understand if you, like, read one and then you pick up the other, then you'll kind of understand, but it's very much, like, similar settings, similar characters, similar plot. So it might not be worth it to read both. I personally loved both, but, like, if you don't like one, you definitely won't like the other. Um, All Your Perfects by Colleen Hoover, Such a Slay, um, I plan on reading a lot more books by her this summer because I, like, don't understand, like, how new, no one was talking about Colleen Hoover forever, but yet I think she has, like, literally 20-plus books. So I'm like, where... where, Like, where is she getting the funds to keep writing them? Like, I didn't know about her. Like, who who discovered Colleen Hoover and, like, made her this, like, amazing, like, famous, like, lady? Because, like, she deserves it. But I'm like, where the hell does she come from? Because every time I go to the bookstore, there's a new book by her, and I'm like... What the hell? And I'm like, these came out, like, not recently. Um, but All You're Perfect says a purple cover. I have it. If anyone wants to borrow it from me when I'm home, you can definitely borrow it for me because it's so good. I'll be a little library. Um, And, yeah, I think that's all my book recommendations. Um, as I keep reading books, I'll let you all know. I'm currently been reading, though, a lot for my history class. So um, you can read Fred, like, Fred, Frederick Douglass, Narrative of a Slave. That's what I had to read the other day. Also, this is a side note, I had to write an in-person essay, and I spelled Frederick wrong throughout my entire essay, and she was, like, she circled it and was, like, you need to spell his name right, and I was, like, oh, so I'm pretty sure I got points taken after that. Um, so, yeah, this is why, I like, I like typing essays, because then, like, Autocorrect will help me. Um, so that was really embarrassing because his name is also literally on the paper at the top. Like, I could have just, like, copied it, but here's what it is. Okay, um, coolest place I've ever traveled to? Gotta be Ibiza. Um, Ibiza was such a fever dream. Well, that whole, my whole Spain trip, Europe trip, whatever, because we went to France, is, was a fever dream. It was, like, the highlight of my life. Like, I'll never get over it. Um, but Ibiza was definitely the coolest place of that. Also, I loved Barcelona, but, like, cool-wise, like, Ibiza. Um, how different do I think life would be if I went to Clemson? Um, so I've thought about this, right, obviously, because if you don't know, Clemson was my top school. The University of Alabama was, like, literal bottom barrel of the list, was never coming here. Um, and Clemson was my top, and I got waitlisted, and I said, "Mm mm-mm not waiting for you to want me. um. So I withdrew my application, and I never found out if I got in. However, did I think about submitting a transfer application just for shits and gigs? I did, because I just want Clemson to say, yes, we want you. But we don't need to beg for anyone, so I did not do so. Also, $70, and I was like, mm, I'm not paying $70. Because then also when I was there, they were like, yeah, no, we just still don't want you. I'd be like, okay, that was a waste. Give me my money back. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily be as happy as I am here. Um, there's been so many moments that I just like I've felt and I've gotten this feeling and I don't know like if there's even a word like to describe it. But like it was just like such a sense of like comfort and happiness. And like this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be with these people. I'm supposed to be in these classes. I'm supposed to be in the storm. I'm supposed to have these experiences. And I don't know. I also have heard so many things about Clemson. And I don't think it lived up to the hype that I had about it in my head. I honestly think I would have low-key been disappointed had I gone there. Because I don't actually think. It was what I made it out to be. And I do truly believe that everything does happen for a reason. And I am very fortunate that this was what, what I ended up with. And I'm very happy being here. Um, but no, I mean, I think I would still be, you know, my happy, goofy self. Um, I think I'd just have a different friend group. I'd be in different clubs. Um, but I don't know. I don't think I'd be as happy um, or as successful as I am here at the University of Alabama. Um, what's one quality, Oh, this is the last question by the way, what's one quality you look for in the people you surround yourself with? Um, I do search for optimism in the people I surround myself with. I am a very big environment person, I'm a very big personality person, and so if your personality is not matching up with mine in certain aspects, you gotta go. Um, No, I'm just kidding. But, like, I really have a hard time with people who are very negative about life. Um, People that complain about literally everything. The people that are always the victim. The people that say nothing works out for them. Well, things are working out for you. You're just not appreciating them. It's how I take it. And so, when people are not appreciative of, like, the things that are given to them or the experiences that they have. um, And, like I said, are always the victim. Those are the type of people that I'm not a fan of. Um so I look for optimism, I look for the positive people, the people that support me, support their other friends, um, support themselves, the people that are always, hey, what's going on, how are you, the people that check in on you, just like the people that overall have, like, a very good vibe to them, and want what's best for their friends, and wants what's best for themselves, too, because it's important to be supportive, and want what's best for your own person, like, yeah, if you go around supporting everyone, that's great. But, like, at the end of the day, you're you and you're yourself and you need to, like, support yourself and want what's best for yourself. You can't just go around, like, giving to other people. Um, and there are people like that. But, you know, I think you need to have balance. You need to be able to give to your friends, give to your community, but also, you know, be selfish and give to yourself. So, yeah. So those are my those are my questions. Um, I think they were fun. Um, definitely, you know... Gives you a little bit more of an insight of who I am, what I'm up to, how life is like here. Um, if anyone's listening and it's a prospective University of Alabama student, please, please, please message me. I would gladly talk to you about my experiences here. Um, some do's and don'ts of being a silly little freshman. Um... But, yeah, but at the end of the day, I'm so incredibly happy that I go here. I'm so incredibly happy that I have the experiences I have. I'm so incredibly happy that I have the support system and all of you who choose to listen to my podcast once a week. Um, So, yeah, just a big, big, big thank you and lots of love. And I hope that this is a good change to the sad and emotional content that I've been producing for everyone. So... I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. I'm so proud of each and every one of you. And I'm sending you endless amounts of love. And I will talk to you in the next one.